Good evening and welcome to Politically Incorrect with your host, Andrew Schechter, for the 16th of February, 2023, brought to you by eternalaffairsmedia.com. This week's topic is the welfare system, failed Ponzi scheme, brought to you by eternalaffairsmedia.com, also known as EA Truth Media. Your host tonight is myself, Andrew Schechter, author of Darkwater Game Over and two-time delegate for Donald Trump to the Republican National Convention. Should you feel led to plan a financial seed in our media ministry, please donate. Please visit donate.eamedia.online or visit store.eamedia.online. Do please help keep the truth online. And now more than ever, we could use anything, a dollar, five dollars, anything. So if you can help, please do so at donate.eamedia.online. Stop for prayer. Holy Father, we pray this evening for all of our family, our friends, for all those seeking political office who are seeking it for your good and for the greater good and not for their own personal gain. We pray that you will move forward and help these people to gain access and to be able to promote your heavenly grace and glory, and bring our nation back to God. We pray these things in your heavenly name, O Lord. Amen. Oh, and by the way, we, we also pray that the podcast continues all, all night. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Thanks, 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 dear Lord. All right. Donor list uh, for this for this evening is one-time donors Andy, Dave, Marcy, Bedlam, Crystal, Current Truth Premium subscribers, Linda, David, Bruce, Sharla, Gary, and patrons, Alicia and Dan. For those of you on, the, on board tonight, you'll notice that the podcast started about a minute now, almost two minutes late. We're lucky it started at all, folks. I don't know what's going on. I, um, I, I finally decided to break free. You know, normally, normally, I'm very patient. I'm a technical person. That's what I work in. That's my field I work in. And... Um, Nothing worked. And right now we're running on about half speed because the dongle that runs my 5G Wi-Fi decided to take a crap. I don't know what happened to it. Hi, Joanne. Uh, Anna, Marilyn, Eric. So anyway, uh, up to the last minute, we were rebooting and messing with things and setting microphones that weren't working. And I don't even know where to begin. Finally, I took the, the cable router and threw it across the room and kicked it and Figured, well, that's the end of it. We're not going to have a podcast tonight. Oddly enough, it started working again. So, but I'm using a half-speed dongle, so we're running. Hopefully, we 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 stay connected. Anyway, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. A couple of topics for tonight before we start the topic of the welfare. So, you're going to like the welfare. This is going to be a good topic. Hopefully, this thing holds together for the entire night, and I'm going to do some more repair work later. Um, so we have this great um, John Fetterman. The Democrats put this guy in and in charge of the senator for Pennsylvania. One of the worst, most evil, most rotten. I can't say it about him because he's sick. That's the problem. The, the guy they had had a stroke for crying out loud. I mean, they shouldn't have run him. They shouldn't have run him at all. And now the guy's, and he, he, he was lightheaded last week. And, and I think I brought that up. And now they just got, saw the report here that, that he, um, <laughs> he checked himself at the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to receive treatment for clinical depression. 
statement on set on uh, Chief of Staff Adam Jenelson. Now, I want to ask you folks, seriously, I mean, we've had some crazy people. We've had some some presidents that have gone out and shot each other. We've had some senators and members of Congress years ago that had battles in the field um, over it, different issues. Um, but have you ever in your entire life or in a history books even see, found a senator, a new senator, no less? I mean, I'm not talking a senator that's been in there for 40, 50 years like uh, you know uh, Nancy Pelosi or, or, or Chuck Schumer or something. I'm talking about a, a new senator that's in there and, and is treated for depression for depression how, how can you have how can you be a senator and be depressed i mean if you're going to if, if you can't be upbeat and you can't you can't do your job you don't belong you don't belong in the senate the congress or anywhere else yeah the senate the congress has become a retirement home eric says exactly you know it's a, come on guys you know it's ridiculous all right that's number one Number two, how about all the train wrecks? Now, here's an interesting thing. I'm going to bring this up real quick. So, yeah, uh, uh, Diane Feinstein's retirement. We're not going to get into that right now. Thank you, Eric, for pointing that, pointing that out. Another another uh, retiree. Um, anyway, so how, how, how about all the tra- all the all the toxic train wrecks? Uh, and you, you know what's funny? So you talk about the balloon. You so say you had the Chinese balloon, and all of a sudden, other things are popping up in the skies. You know, there's tens of thousands of things in the skies. We used to put balloons up for the ham radio club. We had a blast doing it, and they'd go up 60,000, 70,000 feet, and they were no different than the Chinese weather balloon. In fact, maybe they'll find out it's not a Chinese balloon. I don't know how they figured out it was Chinese. But, you know, it, here's here's the deal. You know, even with even with the shootings in the country, and even the school shootings, and, and, the, and, and, the, and, you know, all these different things, what happens is that once you see what most of these things are going on in the background, and nobody wants to report them. Nobody wants to report that they had a shooting in their town. Nobody wants to report there was a train wreck in their town. Um, until until you get a real big train wreck like the one in Ohio, then all of a sudden people start looking at all the train wrecks. There's an interesting thing. Try this sometime. I, and I don't know if it works with the LED lamps anymore, but if you have a town that has the old, um, um, uh, if 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 you have a, uh, I'm, I'm going to bring that up, Barry. That's a good topic. And before I, I start my my main topic, here's a trick. If you find if you find some of the old uh, sodium street lights, the, you know the ones that sometimes go out and then blink off or whatever. And, and, and if you stand by that light and you think that it's going to go out, you can make it go out, literally, because these things don't always stay on. It's crazy. So they said, you know, it's, it's your conscious, you know, consciousness thinking about it. When you're thinking about the street light's going to blink out or go out, then every light you walk under is going to go out. But they're all doing it. You just don't always realize that. So it's a matter of the senses. Suddenly you're looking into these things. And that's why you're seeing... There, you know, it's another train wreck. There were three train wrecks, or three or four train wrecks so far. Apparently, you know, I looked up those statistics. There's over a thousand train wrecks every year, but they're not reported. See, that's the thing. So it's the same with gun violence. If you start reporting gun violence, or you start reporting, you know, the blacks going out and burning down a, a city or whatever, yeah, all of a sudden you're going to find more blacks burning down cities. You're going to find white supremacists burning down cities because you're looking for them now. But they're out there, folks. They're out there. That's the thing. You know, and, you know, the idiot, the idiot in charge wasted this, wasted some good airtime today. My wife is so mad they destroyed part of her soap opera and she's just so mad about it. I mean, that's like, you know, I don't care if you got a huge train wreck or an earthquake or, you know, there's tornadoes coming in or something. I'm, you know, I, I understand, you know, shut the programming down and tell us about it. If it's an emergency, if it's not an emergency, give it to the news people. Don't, don't, don't take up good airtime. It's ridiculous. Hi, Zygmunt. Uh, missed your show the other day. Sorry about that. I uh, fell asleep. 
um, having a rough time with the elections coming up, a lot going on. So I would have mentioned Erickson before it scrolls off the screen too far. It's true. Think about this, folks, that Pete Buttigieg, Joe Biden, Al Gore, Greta Thunberg, all missing in action. I mean, they're just gone. Where'd they get to? And especially, you know, I saw Greta Thunberg once a while back, but but Pete Buttigieg, I mean, why, where is he when all this stuff is going on? It's ridiculous. You know, it's insane. It really is. It's just crazy. Um, anyway. Now, here's a great one. So anybody that's thinking of voting for Nikki Haley, if you like Social Security and Medicare, don't do it. You know, the, the Republican Party is really getting weird. They're really getting they're getting insane. I don't like the Democrats, but I really hate a lot of the Republicans out there. It's off the, right hot off the wire. Nikki Haley is in hot water. The former South Carolina governor, the Republican presidential candidate, is getting cooked for comments she made some time ago to Neil Cavuto of Fox Business, where she talked tough on Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid spending. She said, quote, what we need to be doing is looking at the entitlements, she told Cavuto. Look at the Social Security, then look at Medicaid and Medicare. Look at the things that at these things, and let's actually go to the heart of what's causing our government to grow. Just, you know, this is the Republicans. Republicans want to shut down everything. Now, you know what? I don't care if they shut down certain programs. You know, Medicaid never was meant to exist, in all honesty. You know, a lot of the a lot of the freebies were never meant to exist. But Medicare and Social Security, we paid money to that, folks. And they're going to steal it from us. They're going to take all our money and just steal it. And it's the Republicans that want to steal it. I don't get it. Now, Democrats have a point. We're going to lose. We're going to lose votes. We're going to lose people. We're going to lose. You, you, you can't win. All right. And that's going to bring me off to the topic as soon as I put my little pitch in here. Then we're going to get into the topic. Now we've talked Medicare and Medicaid because these are some of the entitlements and the Ponzi schemes we're going to talk about. Now, let me just get in here real quick and let you know that we have oh, now I'm missing this. Um, yeah, we had all kinds of computer issues today. Just horrible. OK. Um, so we have the, the world experiencing food shortage. I have to bring up our, our great our great sponsors because I love I love this company. The supply chain breakdowns continue to have a domino effect, especially food production. Now look at these trains going off, and it's going to cause all kinds of problems too. The farmers can't plant as many crops because of fertilizer shortages, insane reg, forced regulations, and high fuel prices. It's going to have painful fuel shortages at some point. We don't know where this is all headed, folks. But I do know one thing that you can go to. Uh, prep.eamedia.online prep.eamedia.online and you can visit the um, our, our sponsor who has the um, uh, great supply of uh, of, uh, of food uh, long-term food storage supplies and prep supplies and uh, you check it out you have right now you can save $50 on a four-week supply from my patriot supply and these are all uh, good American patriots veterans go to go um, use the uh, uh, savings code for us. It's You can get $50 off uh, four weeks supply. You save two, uh, these food kits rather, like 2,000 calories per day. So you can survive on these. You can walk in the woods with these things. You can spend 72 hours when the when, when the floods come in with them. Um, but do check them out. They're really great. They got good prices and good stuff and, and high quality. Um, uh, My Patriot Supply at prep.eamedia.online to receive a $50 discount. So we get our, our important things in because those folks support our podcasts and we love them. They're really great people. And they, we have, you know, my pillow and some others that are really just wonderful folks that support these great podcasts. 
All right, we're going to get into the topic now. There's some interesting... Oh, before we get into the topic, and this is part of what brought this up, because I've been following some things. And I wrote... I didn't bring my book down. I was going to read some things out of my book, but I, I haven't memorized. But I, I've got this great book. It's a book of the all, entire American history, Chronicles of, the, of the, the 20th Century. It actually only goes up to 1991, I believe, but it starts at 1900. 2,000 pages. It has all clippings from newspapers. It's got little side notes, uh, uh, tens of thousands of things, and a really great uh, uh, index in the back, which is really wonderful. And I started looking. You know, you got to look at you got to look at what's been ha- what happened between uh, about 1890 and 1910. Uh, some of the most progressive uh, times in the history of America, both for um, women, for for inventions, for um, just everything, just a- absolutely crazy and major, major, major changes. Um, and and, and the, th- the same problems we're having now, believe it or not. We had back then. History just repeats itself over and over and over again. You know, they, there was an article, uh, one of the articles in there was about the the, um, the railroads. And it's always the industry that gets involved in this. The railroad tycoons, you know, there's a lot of these, you know, uh, Pierpont and J.P. Morgan and these other ones. Um, well, they were, they, were, they were bastards. They were, you know, t- socialists to, to a T. And they actually went in and they said that they, they actually said that they've got to look into the Chinese. They had what the guy was pulling this Chinese uh, Chinaman's hair, but literally just dragging him along and had a whip on him. And they said, these aren't even people. They don't even speak English. That's the way they were talking about the Chinese. So, I mean, it's today it's the blacks. It was the Hispanics 10 years, 15 years ago. You know, we don't learn from history, folks. But I'm going to pull a lot out of this book and it's going to be part of my podcast because there's some really cool stuff in there. Some really interesting things that I didn't even know about. Anyway, topic of the day is the Ponzi schemes. And last week, and I apologize for the folks that were here last week. I didn't want to chase anybody away by saying that I'm planning on going on the welfare system when I retire. Uh, And I do, believe it or not. I'm going to explain that in a minute. It's very important to understand what the government's doing to us and and, and why we're so screwed as individuals. Um. We pay in the Social Security, we pay in the Medicare. If you're, if you're a worker, over and over and over again, you pay every paycheck, over and over, nonstop. And then what happens when you retire? Now, all of a sudden, you want to collect Social Security. You want to collect your Medicare. So what do you get from it? You get a tiny little bit of money out of Social Security, and you get and you get virtually nothing. Medicare does nothing for you. Medicare is good for the hospitals. See, only, only the corporations and businesses and pharmaceutical companies and hospitals are... That's the only thing the government cares about. So the, the hospitals make out because they they put a lot of fluff in their in their um, uh, they they put a lot of fluff in their in their thank you um, the um, they pay, pay, put a lot of fluff into their costs. So you can actually you know Medicare you pay twenty percent of Medicare. Now it doesn't sound like a lot until you start saying, well, I need a bypass surgery. So suddenly you got a quarter million dollar operation. And what are you paying now? You're paying a lot of money. You're paying 50 grand out of that. You, nobody has that kind of money. It's ridiculous. You don't have that. What good is Medicare? Unless you buy the supplements, which cost like three, $400 a month. It's insane. It's stupid. And, you know, and the same thing goes for your, you know, social security and other benefits. The, um, the interesting thing is that, you know, you have two choices. And this I brought up last week. And this I want to continue this because there are some people might say, oh, this guy's a freeloader. Now, I'm not a freeloader. I'm, I'm, I'm a realist. I'm, a, I'm an engineer by trade, a scientist. Um, and I understand. And for those who don't know, I'm also a Christian minister and also a, um, 
I was in the biomedical field for many years. I got a lot of qualifications for talking on this podcast. So the, the, the thing is the, um, you know, I, there's two, there's two classes of people now in America. There's the poor and the rich. And there's a spot in the middle that aren't people just like the Chinese where they said they don't even speak English. That's the part in the middle. If you make a, if you, if you make a living wage, you know, you're not human. You're not, you're the ones paying the price. Now, the problem is it's a Ponzi scheme because the people from today are paying for yesterday's workers and, and retirees and they're for their Medicare and for everything else. It's going back. It's, it's, it's dropping back. So what happens is that if you don't have enough people actually working and on the, on the, on the work roles, that you can't afford to pay for these things. And what happened is that the Ponzi scheme is failing. It's failing because people are dropping out of the out of the market. They're dropping out of the, the um, employment market. They're, they're stopping to work. They're retiring. They're quitting. They're giving up on, on work. And it, you can't pay for the future if nobody's paying for it at the present. And that's where the problem's coming in. You know, and more and more people, if you look at Biden administration in particular, more and more people are being put on these roles and being asked to go on there or told to go on there uh, and and there's no one to pay for it right now in the, in this country. And I've done a, the research. I wrote a book on it a number of years back, but I'm following up on it. Um, there's only about 23 percent of the entire available workforce that's actually working. Now, in the Great Depression, it was that number was 36 percent, folks. There was more people working in the Great Depression from the workforce than there are today. And one of the problems is the baby boomers is such a huge number of people just you know, getting old and retiring and giving up that, and you know, adding the more money to it, and they're saying, "We what we can give up? We can we don't have to work anymore," and that's the problem. So what I said last week was that my plan, since I was twelve years old, I figured this out. Even though we had better times back then, we could actually afford our our health care. I when I was twelve years old, I looked at, it, I said, "Look, you know what? This is stupid. You know, if I'm gonna, they, they tell me to, to to take my bank account, put my pennies in it, and as I get older, as I work, put into a four hundred one k." Put into this and that, and 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 save your save your pennies for when you retire, and then and then they add on that because you're going to need to be you're going to get sick, you're going to need to go to a nursing home, maybe it's going to cost tens of thousands of dollars. And I thought, you know what? When you're broke, when you're poor, you don't pay that. But if you've got a four hundred one k and you got money in the bank, and suddenly you get sick and end up in a nursing home, you got to drain every resource you've got, and give it to the government and give it to the nursing homes and the hospitals. If you can't work all of a sudden and your you know, Social Security is not paying, you get nothing. But when that's suddenly dropping to that 150% plus poverty level, suddenly the world changes, folks. So what I said when I was 12 years old, I said, I'm going to spend my money like crazy. I'm going to go cross country. I'm going to go cross the world. I'm going to explore. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to take the women out and dance around and meet the greatest people and get into, into politics and get my money away. That's what I did. I said, and when I retire, I'm going to live off everybody else's money. Somebody's going to pay for it because that's what they do. If you're poor, they give you everything. You can make more money when you're poor than when you're working. Now, that's not to say you shouldn't work, folks. Don't get me wrong. This is what, where I, what I forgot to add last week. So there's probably some people that are really angry about what I said. So, yeah, uh, they don't want us being frugal with our money. Exactly right, Eric. Now, here's what I said last week. Last week, I didn't add the little piece, which is very important so that nobody gets upset. The little piece is that, as in Japan, the Japanese have 90% 
of the workforce. 90% of the workforce is actually working. 90%. People work until their 70s and 80s. People, most people in Japan work until the day they die. I commend them. You know, my plan is to work until the day I die if I can or until the day I can no longer work. So I'm not saying don't, don't, you know, just quit your job and live off the fat of the land. That's the problem today. That's what people are doing. You know, when I was, when I, I took a fall off a ladder a number of years back and they put me out on all these great welfare plans and they said, here, um, you know, as long as you're sick and, and, and you can't, and you can't you know, work for yourself, we'll, we'll help support you. So they paid all my electric bills. They paid my gas bill. They took, put new siding on my house. They, they, they gave me a new refrigerator and they fixed my heater. I mean, they, everything besides that, they gave me cash. They gave me food stamps. I estimate that I was making between 70 and $90,000 a year doing nothing literally by being poor. And if you're not poor, you don't get that, folks. I mean, you got to be dirt poor. Andy's rich. <laughs> Andy's not rich. Andy's just smart. You know, I, I'm working. I'm making good money, and I'm working, and I'm paying into the system like you're supposed to do. But when I can't work anymore, I expect that money to come back to me just like it goes to the poor people. There's no point in saving it, though, because if you, if you save, as much as you save when you get old and infirm and you can no longer work, they're going to take it from you. In fact, they say that. They say, oh, you got to go to a nursing home. We'll drain all your resources for it. Sell your house, sell your car, go to a nursing home. But if you don't have any of that to begin with, if you don't have a car loan, if you don't have a, you know, if you have only a primary residence, et cetera, then guess what? They take care of you. You know, that's, that's the point. There's, what is the point to working all your life, giving the government all your money, and having him take all your savings away when you get old. See, that's got to change. That whole that whole plan's got to change. There's ways to change it. We're not going to get into that this it, right now. But we're going to add to this topic. We're going to look at pension plans because pension plans work the same way, folks. That's why there are very few companies have pension plans anymore. Because what happens is the pension plan works just like Social Security. You need to have workers paying into the pension plan in order to be able to pay the pension. And that's where the problem comes in, because in most states, certain service workers, and don't get me wrong, I love our policemen and fire and paid firemen where they're needed. I love the municipal workers, the DPW workers that fix the streets and plow the, and, I mean, these are tough jobs, folks, but they're still on pension plans. They're, they're all, they negotiate that. They have unions and they negotiate a pension plan, yet there's not enough workers to pay for those pensions. See, that's the problem, you know, and then who pays for the pensions? Well, they, the overage is paid by the municipalities, which means you're paying it from your taxes. Rather than the employers, the employees paying it into their pension plans. The whole system's broken, folks. It's a Ponzi scheme. It's on the verge of collapse right now. Um, and something's got to give and we're going to see where it heads. But uh, I wanted to clear that up and I wanted to bring up the the fact that, that 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 you know people need to work. You need to get everybody back to work somehow. You you need to. It doesn't matter where you're working or how you're working, as long as you're paying into the system and being part of it. You know, people give up too easily, and now it's made so easy to give up. You know, you used to have to go through like for uh, for for so for med for for Medicaid or Social Security disability in particular. You have to go through hoops. I mean, you have to you have to challenge it time after time after time. Now. 
<laughs> yeah, everybody's got to work to pay for my retirement. Come on, guys. Well, I'm paying too, though. I'm not. Hey, Zygmunt, I'm paying too. We're all paying for each other. That's the thing. It's not just me. I'm not talking about me. We got we got we got to help each other out here. That's the problem. The middle class is footing the bill, right? The top one percent. They talk about the top one percent, and Eric brings that up. The um, the top one percent. Um, it, it, you know, it, it's you know. They, they have nothing to worry about. But the top, think about the top one. When you talk about Medicare, now Medicare is an interesting thing because they capped that at a very low level, a hundred and some thousand dollars. I mean, they might be a little higher now. And at, after that, you don't pay into the Medicare plan. Why? I have to pay no matter how much I make. If I get a raise next week, if I get, no matter how much I, wake, I, I make, until I break that threshold, I'm going to pay that percentage for Medicare. And they wonder why Medicare is running out of money. Let the millionaires pay us. If they make a billion dollars, they should pay Medicare taxes up to that billion dollars. It shouldn't matter. You know, everybody should be should be fair. You know, they do these means tested things. My sister had a, always talked about when I talked to my sister. God, I, I sorely miss her, and she's still around somewhere, but she's not in any shape to talk to talk politics with, sadly. But the, um, you know. She talked about means tested. She always used the word means tested. It's very something you should always remember that when you have a means, anything that's means tested, if you don't want it, what means tested means, it means you can do it up to a certain dollar value that you earn. You can, if you um, put it in a system so much, if you, whatever. And, and, you know, the people that make out are the ones in a certain level where there's a certain income or a certain outlay or whatever it might be. That's a means tested system. Do you have the means to support yourself with it? And if not, you don't get it. Well, everybody should be treated equally. I'll be honest with you. You know, we should all be treated equally. You know that, that and and you could cap the that you could cap the percentages or the amount like for the really the super rich, maybe the the payouts are capped like are they doing social security where there's a, a you know a cap to this to the amount you can make. But don't test don't don't use means testing for these things. If you're you know, if you're in a certain cohort, you should get the you should get whatever the benefits are that you've paid into. And it's just, you know, there's nothing fair about this society. And anytime you try to have a plan, when you try to do, a, you know, the um, um, any kind of we public welfare or any kind of, a, uh, you know, uh, uh, Social Security, I'm, it's, it's, it's just like the, the like an Amway. It's just like, it's just like a, you know, a, you know, it's a Ponzi scheme, basically, a pyramid. It's what it is. You know, it's crazy. And yeah, the federal government spends money it doesn't have. They're complaining. So they're complaining now with the budget coming up. We're going to jump to the budget real quick before we shut the show down tonight. The um, uh, the Democrats are saying that you've got to absolutely um, include certain things. And the Republicans are saying, well, then cut back on the budgets. And what they want to cut back on is the Medicare and Medicaid and, and Social Security, stuff we've paid into they want to cut back on. No, they don't want to cut back on the military. They don't want to cut back on spending into the uh, the crazy Nazis in Ukraine. They 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 don't they want to cut back on on our on our stuff on our citizens' benefits that we've paid into. I mean, it's not like it's not like this is free stuff, folks. This is money we paid all our lives. We have to pay a certain amount of time to get Social Security. It's not just given to you. You got to work hard for that money, and then they're just going to cut it and take it away. And this is the problem. And the, and the budget sitting in a stalemate. And what does you know, what does the, the Fed say? The Fed says you got to pass the budget, or we're going to screw you. Shouldn't even have the Federal Reserve, folks. Shouldn't even have that. It's ridiculous. You know, they, 
we need to we need to you know, I, I guess I guess Donald Trump was right. I, I'm going to I'm going to tell you right now, Donald Trump was right from day one when he said America first. He created the phrase America first. And that's what we need to do. We need America first. We need to bring things back to our country. We need to bring our our work back, workforce back. They just laid off 80% of the staff at ShopVac. By the way, don't buy ShopVac. Buy anything other than ShopVac. ShopVac was a Pittsburgh company. And suddenly they decided that, oh, we can't afford to make ShopVacs anymore. We're going to send them over to China. They, this is right after the weather, the, the, the fake weather balloon went up. They said they're going to send all their all their all their work to China. Yeah, mom and pops we need. They're, mom and pops were what, what died in the pandemic, Anna. That's the problem. You know, it, I I don't even know where to go. I mean, I'm 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 out of words for this. It's 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 so crazy. It makes absolutely no sense. The whole system makes no sense. And now, if this budget isn't passed, we're going to see some. You know, we're going to have some hell to pay. And if it is passed, we're going to have hell to pay. That's going to be the interesting thing. So. And Eric's talking about he's kind of got off topic here, but uh, we're at the end of the podcast. I'm going to just throw his comment because I think it's interesting. The majority of people who don't believe Planned Parenthood should receive taxpayer money would say that its founder was a cold-blooded murderer. So. Yes, you know that's. I, I'm going to jump back to that real quick because we just had a um, the Democrats. Uh, he, I finally found a Democrat that 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 stands that, that you know, holds true. Our our new Democratic governor said that he would not pass any legislation that would get rid of the death penalty, and that's perfect because the Democrats believe in killing babies. If you if you believe it's okay to kill babies, then you should believe it's okay to kill murderers, right? You know, I believe in the sanctity of life from day one. That's my own belief. And I believe that, there, that we shouldn't have a death penalty, put people in, try to reform them, fix them. You know, so, you know, it's it's interesting that 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 our governor actually said that he wouldn't he, would, he wouldn't get rid of the death penalty. And that's the way the Democrats should be. Instead of saying, oh, yeah, we want the death penalty because these people are murderers. If you believe in killing babies, why not kill, kill older people and then commit crimes? You know, I was I was impressed. I really was. Anyway, to close this down, I'm going to just say that Anna says that Planned Parenthood is more than abortions. And when these, and you're right, Anna, the, um, the, um, uh, the, um, the death penalty, the, not, now I'm on death penalty. Now, Planned Parenthood, it does do more than abortions. The only sanctions that were ever placed against Planned Parenthood were for the abortion process, not for the, the regular services. Unfortunately, 90% of the money from Planned Parenthood come, comes from abortions. That's where what the problem becomes because you can say we can we're not going to support that part of it, but that is the part that supports the entire funding. That's the topic for another day, anyway. And yes, uh, Eric says he'd repeat he would uh, support the death penalty for sex offenders, especially repeat offenders who abuse children. Hey, uh, Eric, I got a better idea. And then we're going to close down here for the evening, but we don't have to worry about the ones that abuse kids because what happens is you put them in the general population in one of the meanest facilities in, in 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 the state or the nation you don't have to worry about having a trial for them you don't have to worry about the death penalty they won't live more than a month more than a month or two in that prison now, trust me we've seen it many times over and that's good because when you when you see hardened criminals killing other hardened criminals because of what they do you know that that's an absolute godforsaken uh, uh, tragedy what they did and 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 should not have happened so anyway don't know what the topic is going to be next week 
uh, we shall see. We've got a lot coming up. We've got some more uh, presidential nominees coming up and stuff like that. And 2024 is coming around. They're all going to start putting their name in the hat. Don't forget, we've got very important elections this year. Everybody forgets about the judges. In every state, the judges are up this year in the off years. So see who's running for judge. See who uh, respects uh, your opinions or you're going to get screwed like we did in pennsylvania where nobody votes for the judges the democrats win and then we don't have any say in what goes on in the state because we can't get through our supreme court with that i will close for the evening god we had a great turnout tonight folks i hope you enjoyed the, the podcast and we'll have some more topics next week bring your friends hopefully the computer doesn't act up thank you marilyn and hopefully the uh um, computer doesn't act up and we should be really great mardi gras next tuesday and fox not day i think is next week too if i'm not mistaken so get your get your an ash wednesday there you go so get out there and celebrate your holidays folks have a great evening we will see you next week thursdays 10 p.m same time same pod bean podcast have a great evening And as Eric says, don't forget President's Day on Monday. Celebrate our history and Washington's birthday is on Wednesday. Good evening. God bless you all. Stay safe. We'll see you next week.